Well, if we think about what causes health, we know that healthy environments, healthy neighbourhoods and communities are one of the key causes. So this would be the health conditions. Local authorities have a key role in improving those health conditions. Individuals have a role, of course, in improving their own health and the health services and other public services have a role in improving well-being and health throughout the whole population too. But the key benefit of public health and health and well-being boards being in local government is that they can look at public policy improvements across the whole of the determinants of health. The health of the population is only attributable to health services to a small extent. The Department of Health have estimated that only about 20% of the health of any community is generated by health services. So what we need to look at is what is causing health across the whole population and sector by sector. So we know that certain kinds of transport systems promote health more than others, active travel systems. We know that certain kinds of environments for food consumption and production are healthier than others. And we need to go across all public policies like that and see how could health be an added value outcome of this piece of public policy. Well, in Blackburn with Darwin, we have looked at how we can get health as an added value outcome of the activity and investment of planning and regeneration, children's services, adult social care, environmental protection. And what we've done is talk to each of the nine directorates across the council and say, how could you deliver through your routine non-health funded activity, so the money that you get for your own activity, how could you improve health and well-being and address some of the public health outcomes? And we've asked each directorate to pick up five public health outcomes and to try and make a difference to them. In Blackburn with Darwin, um, we have funded a joint programme between public health and leisure services of free access to leisure services. You join this free access by signing up for a B's card and since we started this programme we've had a massive uptake of free leisure by a whole range of people whom we knew were not doing enough physical activity. This year we're extending that free programme, free access to leisure services programme into a new service where we're trying to provide an integrated well-being service and this would align all the public health services that have come over that are about improving life expectancy, health and well-being for the public and would align those with the services the council were already running that provided those kinds of services. So, for instance, access to leisure services, etc. I think local authorities will entirely welcome this guidance. Many local authorities are looking at how they can deliver health as an outcome not just of the public health budget but of every directorate's budget and this kind of guidance will be extremely useful. NHS colleagues can challenge the other stakeholders round the table at the Health and Wellbeing Board if they think there are things that could be done better in ways that would improve health and wellbeing. A good example might be to do with housing. If, if NHS colleagues feel that local government isn't leading adequately on health and housing issues, then they are entitled to challenge them and to ask them to improve their behaviour and performance in that sector. I think the King's Fund, by showing examples of where effective interventions in housing, planning, environment 
have improved health and well-being. I think if they collect that sort of data, share that more widely, more immediately, we can accelerate performance and delivery of improved health and well-being at local authority levels.